There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stephen Colbert just announced on Instagram that he's returning to the Ed Sullivan Theater, speaking of late night, with a full audience on June 14th. Cool. Wow. That just uh, dropped about 20 minutes ago. Not a half audience, not a not a <laughs> weird config, a full audience. Monday, June 14th. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, Broadway's coming back in the fall. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon's had an audience for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a scattered audience. Um, the other late night shows, not so much. But uh, yeah, so there we go. I can't wait to have an audience again at the show. Very excited about oh, that. Oh, yeah. I miss it. I miss it. It's, it's just a fun an end. energy that you can't really yep. replace. You can't do. Nope, you can't. I love Jeff and I love the <laughs> I crew clapping, that. but uh, <laughs> laughing at my dumb jokes, but yeah. something different. Six uh, 6.48 is the time. Why is the queen upset, Don? Uh, the queen is upset, according to InStyle, um, the, that publication, because of the Apple TV Plus show that Harry is doing. Now, this is two months after his revealing interview with Oprah, you mm-hmm. know, where there was a lot said about the royal family, that whole tell-all, where Oprah actually said, what? At some what? point, like Mariah Carey, yes. Um, so this is called The Me You Can't See. Mm-hmm. And it's about his former life as a royal. Uh, and this is just a show about him. And he is, I guess, saying a lot of things uh, about the way he was raised. Um, uh, just, you know, that his parents were raised the same way. And whenever he sort of fought back about it, his dad would pretty much say, this is how I was brought up and this is how you will be brought up. Um, and so there wasn't a lot of compassion there when it came to a closeness or <clears throat> not that they weren't ever close. But it was just pretty much the idea that um, you don't have a choice in this. Like, we're not going to yeah. do things different, even if we didn't like it. Yeah. Because if you've watched The Crown, Charles didn't have a great upbringing and you know it seems like the crown obviously is not a documentary but it's as close as we can get Mm -hmm. to what they really felt and the facts about how he was brought up and it wasn't good you know so this is uh this is so kind of strange that um you know this is coming out and she's just upset about it almost as upset or even more with this show. I didn't even know the show existed, so I'll have to check it out on Apple well, yeah, TV+. It's, Plus. 
Yeah, it's the documentary. We played the trailer uh, last week. This is the the dealio that he that he did with Oprah because Oprah wrote a book of the same name. So he is featured. I've I've seen a portion of it, mm. and Gaga's in it. Glenn Close. Oh, um, yeah. So it's not just Harry. It's all of them speaking about their struggle with mental health. Oh wow. And, yeah, and what their particular challenges are. A clip that was circulating over the weekend from the special that got a lot of play was Oprah uh, revealing, and I, you know. For a whole new audience that don't that doesn't remember this, you know, Oprah revealed on live television one of the first, if not the first, TV star to do this. In the middle of a show about sexual abuse, Oprah was listening to a woman talk about her sexual abuse, and Oprah revealed her uh, that she was molested by a relative. Well, she goes back through that story and reveals more about being raped and molested by, um, I think, a family friend and a relative. Mm-hmm. And so she shares her story. Uh, William, I'm, I'm sorry, Harry shares his. And, you know, for for the Queen's generation, I mean, heavens to Murgatroy, you certainly, you didn't air the dirty laundry and no. you certainly didn't talk about mental health. I mean, no. you get, <laughs> the Royals never talked about that. but They didn't. Hey, but Harry does, and um, it's his story to tell. I found this this the clips that I've seen of Harry. Um, it's captivating, and it you, you 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 can't deny his story. I mean, again, I just go back, and he references this. I go back to, and I will say to the constant uh, stories about him. It does make you just go, okay, okay, we've heard enough. Even though I'm firmly on his side, but I still go back to. You, you can't discount the pain of somebody who had, as a child, had to walk behind the coffin mm. of their mother, yeah. you know, um, in public. I can't imagine the mental gymnastics as a kid you had to go through. You've lost your mom and you have to deal with that grief in public because, in front of right, people. Right. Because it's all about the pomp and circumstance and yeah. um, that their entire lives belong to the people. Yeah. Even in their darkest moments, they have to share everything, especially yeah. to let the people mourn with mm-hmm. no consideration over what the children are feeling. That yeah. was horrifying. And yeah. I guess he says uh, in the one of the episodes, just because you suffered, it doesn't mean that your kids have to suffer. In fact, quite the opposite. If you suffer, do everything you can to make sure that whatever experiences, negative experiences that you had, you can make it right for your kids. Yep. And that yeah, doesn't you- necessarily mean like, well, I'm going to give them everything and, and they end up being spoiled. We're not talking about that. We're talking about things that make them suffer or feel unloved, you know? Well, yeah, you you would hope that a, the parent would break the chain, as they say. Sure. Um, uh, you know, I would say if I did have a kid, I would I would do that with Milo, mm-hmm. my hypothetical child. I wasn't <laughs> close to my dad at all. Yeah. You know, my dad was embarrassed of me. Um, we never really talked. Right. Um, I felt his embarrassment. I know for myself, I would try to break that chain with little Milo. I would probably go the opposite way. I, you know, yeah, I would probably smother that poor kid. <laughs> yes. And I, as a kid, didn't have any privacy. 
You know, it was like, you know, always, you know, either my sisters reading my diary or my mom, you know. And so for me, I and there was never like you can have your door closed and everything is private to you. It's that just didn't exist for me. So I wanted to make sure and do that for my daughter. I never read any of her journals. I let her things be private for her, her poetry, just like, come on. Can I ask you, I, I don't think we've ever talked, mo- and if you don't want to, don't worry no, about it's it. fine. Did you know that your mom was reading your diary? And if so, when did you find that out? Oh, like 11. I mean, these oh are the things goodness. I was sharing, you know, in passing notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just like, dear diary, before passing notes, when we did all of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, because she would mention things and, you know. Just, so she told you, like, she wasn't even hiding the fact that she was reading your diary. She would say things and then sort of, gosh, my mom, you know, it's just that generation. Mm-hmm. She would do little like, oh, I I'm don't, not well, shaming your mom. Please. Miss, yeah, I don't, I, I I'm hope not you don't either think I'm, because, yeah. you know, she didn't even have a mom growing up. So yes. she had no roadmap. <laughs> um, but she would just sort of like mention things like we used to have skating parties and things for school on Fridays when we were out of school. And she'd be like. Mm, I don't think you should go to that. No, if if you know, it looks like your little crush is probably going to be there, and maybe you just need to focus on your work or whatever. And oh, then it's so she like, would drop little tidbits yeah, that were in the diary. But then she would just sort of look away, like, but she wouldn't say, "I read your diary," and but that's the only reason how way, the way she would know. Oh, and she worked at the school that I went to, so that didn't help. Well, there's that too. <laughs> And then there's that, too. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, a little TV taste test, Would You Rather. And we have a fun friends prize to give away. You'll see what it is in the 7 o'clock hour. Stay right there. We'll be back after this.